3, 2, 1. You're listening to the D-Bad Movement. This is the Don't Be a Dickhead podcast with me, John Gilbert. Me, Ian Thompson. And me, Alex King. Welcome along. So today we're back to school. Yeah. And we've got so many episodes in before we talked about this one because the school years are so formative. Do you ever feel like when, like the few years you spent in school, let's say 10 years, does that feel like longer and more impressionable than any other decade of your life, Ian? I was going to ask Alex, and then I remembered that she's only in a third decade. Yeah, true, yeah. Um, I don't know. Did it shape me? Well, it must have done. Yeah. Presumably, it's yeah. A large, mm-hmm. It is a large portion of your life that you're at school for. Yeah, I just feel like we're doing my teachers down by saying it shaped me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you can only mould the shit yeah. so far. Yeah. By and large, we're all all right. I quite liked my teachers. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, the thing is, you pop up in some of the community feedback here because you weren't just a student; you were also the other side of the teaching fence. I was. I was a teacher for a while. Well, mm. I can't imagine being taught. I really can't imagine it. I don't think I was great. I'll be honest. Well, when you've taught us stuff like you taught Alex how to do the editing of podcasts and mm. such, like you, yeah, you are very good, good at it. Yeah. To be fair, you can yeah. tell you've had experience. I, th- I think. I thank you very much. I think. I'm all right at certain things, like giving out instructions. It's like the discipline side of things that I wasn't very good at. Yeah. I mean, I would just end up just like, shut up, please. Like Help. weeping and chatting in the corner. <laughs> weeping in the corner is one strategy that you might have used, but the community have come forward with some different suggestions that their teachers deployed. Yeah, so um, Georgina Garton has said, at primary school, a boy had his mouth washed out with soap for saying shit. He then nutted the teacher and ran off. It was like a Benny Hill scene watching the teachers chase him across the school field. When this says for saying shit, you mean he actually said the word shit? Yeah, I think he like, said the word shit. So he wasn't just like chatting shit or something, as they say. I mean, shit. maybe both. And when they say like a Benny Hill thing, did they mean there was like a weird sexual undertone to yeah. chasing the child around? Did all the teachers <laughs> run after him in just their underwear? <laughs> and was that actually a thing, washing, getting your mouth washed out with soap? You know, was that a saying? thing? I've Wash heard it, but out, I never yeah. knew it was a thing. I didn't know that they'd actually do it in school. That does seem a little bit hardcore. So let's process this. So at primary school, young, right, a boy had his mouth washed out with soap for saying shit. He then nutted the teacher <laughs> and ran off. It was like a Benny Hill scene watching the teacher's chair. So he got out of the school because he got to the school field. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. Was the teacher like chasing him with blood pouring out of his nose and things? <laughs> well, maybe that teacher wasn't the one doing the chasing. Maybe so. I mean, I'm saying it's a he. Could have been, could it be a she? This is true. I mean, it's very dramatic. And they must have done it in front of everybody as well, which is quite intense. Mm. I remember when I was at school and a teacher threw out the lad that was sat next to me for messing about. And he, when she like shoved him out, um, he kind of turned around like, don't you shove me. And she slammed the door and he just stuck his fist out and it went through the, the glass in the door and showered him with glass. And me, I hastened to her because I was sat ne- next to her. And the teacher just kind of went, Injured, right? <laughs> to which we all went. We reacted really sympathetically and maturely. Oh no, wait, no, we didn't. <laughs> Just laughed our heads off, Aww. and then got in trouble for laughing. But I mean, it was funny. Mm. Nobody got seriously hurt. I mean, he cut his hand, and she had a tiny bit of glass coming out of her leg. <laughs> I, I was uninjured. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I'm glad you was okay. Yeah, it wasn't like a Benny Hill sketch though. No, it was more just like a. I've never seen a Benny Hill piece sketch. of urban decay. 
I mean, Benny Hill was... To be fair, De- Benny Hill's before our time as well. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. I caught the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've had another similar comment from Jamie Rhodes. He said, we had a teacher who caught a kid eating a piece of paper in a lesson, so he made him eat a full A4 sheet. I mean, that's, that's, surely there's worse things than eating a bit of paper. A full... Me, it's like me asking you to eat this no, much paper. Sure no, I, I'm sure more thinking notes. about like, the teacher. I mean, it was only a little bit of paper. <laughs> Why was I so angry about that? It just seems like an absurd thing to get annoyed about. Surely there's bigger things like people putting their hands through doors or headbutts to the teacher. He's just, I mean, he's wrong on so many levels, this, because when a child eats something that they're not supposed to eat, it's usually a sign of mental ill health. (laughs) So you wouldn't then just like, ah, I know how I'll fix your weird (laughs) mental health problem. Do more of it. It's just, it's wrong. It is a bit. Yeah, why why wasn't he allowed to eat a bit of paper? Because it's bad for him. So they make him eat more. I don't know. He just went, ah, that rainforest died for that piece of paper and you're misusing it. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Unless he just, like, it was part of, like, a, I don't know, a biology lesson and he wanted him to study his faeces afterwards. Yeah. Challenge his stomach to turn into a piece of origami coming out of his ass or something. <laughs> Seems unlikely. <laughs> Teachers are dickheads. Yeah. You remember when teachers were dickheads? You were like that piece of injustice. Yeah. That you- when, when I went back to teach, I actually taught at my secondary school that I went to. And when I went back, there was a teacher there who, um, well, there's quite a few of the teachers there who were there when I was attending mm. the school as well. And one of them was like, oh, Ian, didn't you come to uh, this school? I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh, I hope I didn't teach you. I was thinking like, well, you did. You were actually my form <laughs> tutor. I mean, like, you absolutely 100% did. You hated me. You literally hated me. She threw me out of her class in the end. Oh. She threw me out of her class. um, And I ended up in a class with, like, all the bad guys. So, like, there's too many people in each class. So they got an extra teacher and they added another form to the year group. And so every tutor was asked, pick, like, two or three people to go into this new tutor group. So they all just picked the ones that they didn't like. So I got picked. But it turns out I was in a class with all, like, the nutcases. But it was quite good because I got on well with them all. And... So, like, but because I was in their class, I was kind of protected. So my entire way through school, aside from the times when I just got headbutted about five days in a row, I mean, Alex loves that story. Um, then, then, then I was, I was like, that was when I first arrived. So I think it was before I was put in this class. So anyway, I was. I it was, takes a bit of getting used to the scene. I mean, yeah. First time you want to meet him, you definitely want to headbutt him. Yeah. But after a while, he's just, he's just yeah. one of the guys. Well, yeah, exactly. So I became one of the guys then. So anyone who was likely to start a fight was always in my class. So if anyone was angry with me, then they'd have to deal with my class first. Is that why you're so sassy? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's like the backstory to Suicide Squad or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. But yeah, so so the community have been commenting on your teaching abilities. Yes. Mm. Yeah, so Katie Spurts has said, I had a rubbish singing teacher at one point. I'm pretty sure he lost all of the marks of, for our course and just made them up. Which is exactly what happened. Wow. <laughs> So explain, can you explain, please? Yeah. So when she says she's pretty sure that, that I did that, that's because she knows that that's what happened. Right. It's not a great story. I lost all of the marks 
So was that in school or was it college? It was college. College. So it was at college. And, this is like a proper qualification. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was at college. It was for the BTEC and they had to do a singing module. And the head of the BTEC said, can I get all the marks off you? I was like, yeah, they're in a folder in my car. Went to my car, couldn't find it at all. Looked for like two days, couldn't find the folder. And eventually I had to make up the marks. So I just made I them up. I was going to say you had to make them up on the spot. No, no, no. I had to make up the marks <laughs> and make them up as best I could. And then handed them in. Anyway, and almost like the day after I handed them in, I found the marks. I, I'd done pretty well. Mm. Pretty well. Well, that's good. I'd say averaged out about right. Some I'd put up, some I'd put down. Sorry, sorry to them. Yeah, all those singing careers. Yeah. And tatters. <laughs> yeah. I gotta see. But yeah, you know. <laughs> so. Uh, and we're, we're comfortable that there's no recourse from that? Well, I'd hope not. I don't know. What's the statute of limitations on defrauding BTEX? <laughs> I don't know. I think right now, given the COVID crisis, when we're just making up yeah. exam results anyhow. Mm. I was just You were a pioneer. I was just running. Not for the first time in your life, you were a pioneer Thanks of COVID much. exam. Makeups. It, thank you. I, I, yes, I was desperately lacking a word there, wasn't I? <laughs> I do seem like I've um, swallowed like a dictionary today, mm. which reminds me, when I was at school, we just got in the dictionary, find all the rude words. Just highlight them and then put them back. Nice. I thought you were I'm pretty say sure we used to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's illegal not to, isn't it? I think yeah. so, yeah. It was. I remember going through dictionaries and finding the road words, yeah. Mm. A lot of fun. Another one of your former students has been in touch as well. Yeah, Emma Chloe. So I think um, you taught her for GCSE drama, Ian, and she said the first session Ian had with us involved someone pulling the chair away from some guy and he smacked his head so hard on the table that he had a bump on it. Don't remember this. So was you the one pulling the chair away? I hope not. I was a teacher. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not really setting a very good... It's, it's like, I hope not. Yeah. Not definitely not. Well, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't remember it, so I mean, I mean, it could have been. Could have been me that hit my head, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It was a standout... It's just not memory of Emma Chloe. It must have involved yeah. you, though, otherwise she wouldn't have remembered that it was in your class, unless... Well, I mean, presumably I had to do something about it, I don't know. Was it, if it was their first lesson, I wouldn't have been very well equipped either. I do remember once in a drama lesson, someone <laughs> some, someone went to fight another lad, and I, I was stood there while they were having this bit of argument, and this kid went to punch the other kid, and just out of like reaction, I reached up and grabbed the kid who'd gone to punch and pulled him back. But I only managed to get like the back of his shirt in like a horse collar tackle. I mean, they're illegal in NFL. <laughs> so I'd I, I, I'd um, I pulled him back and literally ripped the shirt off him. Uh, and I, like, the rest of the rest of the kids thought this was absolutely amazing. It's like something from Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah, but um, I, I had to send him to go and see another teacher without with no shirt. Yeah, go, go and see the head and tell them Mr. Thompson did this. <laughs> Yeah, also, it's a sign of incredible strength. Thank you very much. I'd be quite impressed. <laughs> I think it was quite a thin shirt, you know, but yeah. Unless he, I, he I, also, like, I don't know, moonlighted as a stripper after school. Maybe so. Maybe all things all just held together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> popper buttons. Which is when he ripped it off and he was wearing nothing but a bow tie. <laughs> now go see the head oh, teacher. Right. Yeah. Uh, in, in fairness to Ian and the issue with the injured child from the drama class, that was a comment from regular <laughs> contributor to the show, Emma Chloe, who we know was plagued by a poltergeist. So mm. maybe it was the poltergeist that pulled the chair away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they don't cover that in teacher training, do they? Yeah. The plot thickens. It certainly does. Check out our episode on the supernatural for further details. <laughs> okay. Another time, 
I was um, in, a, in a computer suite covering a lesson and I knew that this kid was messing about and going on websites he shouldn't do. And I, I kept getting up and like speaking to him and looking on his screen and things like that and there's just nothing there and I was like, what's he doing? Then I noticed on one of his tabs there was a web address, but it was like a real like nothing web address. So I thought, right, I'll check out what this is. And, um, and so I went back to my computer at the teacher's desk where only I could see the screen and I typed it in and it was just a like a horrific picture of a, of a guy stretching his ass open with some machinery um, and um, uh, but in as well as that when you signed onto the website that picture came up and this noise that went <laughs> um, and at which point I thought this kid because he's got headphones and he's going to know what I'm looking at so I just kicked, I kicked the computer over and then ripped the plug out <laughs> And just all the kids looked at me. I was like, carry on, carry on. <laughs> uh, how long were you a teacher? Um, 18 months. And 18 then months. I, but before that, I was at Wyke. And before that, I was at, yes, I've been to three schools. 18 <laughs> months was my longest employment. Yeah. 18 months isn't as long as what you could get for watching porn amongst children. <laughs> um, and I didn't tell him off about it because I thought, if I tell him off now, he's going to know that I've seen it. And I don't want him to know that I've seen that because it's horrific and I never, never ever want to see it. So yeah. I just, I thought, well, I'm covering a lesson. I don't have to see this kid again. We'll have to see if we can find it and link it in the show notes. <laughs> can you remember what it was? Maybe not. Web address. No, 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 no I, I didn't. <laughs> I'm not going to Google it to try and find it. Either. <laughs> uh, right. Uh, so we're talking about school, which of course is like fond childhood memory. Should we get back onto um, something a little bit more appropriate? Yeah. What else have the community been saying? So Sally Gilbert has said, I'm not, I'm still not sure what the point of this was, but I remember it being drummed into us that it was very important and it was a picture of the National Record of Achievement. Oh. See, I, d- I didn't have this. Didn't you? No. It was like the Burgundy Bible. Yeah. I'm sure I was just blue. So the National Record of Achievement was a government initiative where they used to just like drill it home to what? all students in the 90s that this was the most important thing in your life basically and you would never get a job without it because anything that you achieved was to go in there and if it wasn't in there it's like it never happened so like just literally any achievement did you put your because I don't even remember putting my GCSEs in there well I think by the time your GCSEs come along you were smart enough to know it was a load of bullshit (laughs) I think I didn't I I, I can't think what I'd have had in apart from things like music exams and things like that I remember when I was 17 getting older my mates and just really just having such a good laugh they'd put in like so and so has made a cake aged 12 and things like that or um, he has successfully walked for a mile and things like that so any prospective employer is going to be going this is very impressive I like cakes we never know when that will come in useful for this engineering job it was it was really shit wasn't it I mm. suppose it was to help you build a CV or something but well again they spent a lot of money on it and you um, now the National Record of Achievement books themselves are used as wine menus in yeah, Italian yeah. restaurants I believe it was that sort of thing oh, right. you know okay, like those yeah. thicker like mm. you can buy them I looked I looked it up there's like um did my nose just whistle? <laughs> Is that what that was? I think it might have been, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, God, there's, there there's, go. there's dogs at the door. <laughs> <laughs> can imagine, let's imagine that we're in Ian's class. <laughs> hey, Alex, this is this is my chubby teenager. Did Sarah's nose just whistle? <laughs> Whistling bastard. It's like that noise that his computer made that time he was looking at inappropriate anal porn. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> yeah. 
Molly yeah. Brown's been in touch. Yeah, she, she said, when you were in music, which was really dick about on your keyboard hour, all, all kids that did not have a musical burn in their body, the hurl cla class except you, would sit there and press the DJ button for the hurl 45 minutes of activity time. That's true, actually. And when I was at school, I don't know whether they were just really expensive, but no one had headphones. Whereas now, everyone gets their own headphones. Yeah, it was just carnage, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mine was the, um, is it just the way you are? And you just go, do, no, 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 do, no, 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 no. And then you could, Better the only sure. thing you could do would be like, is that who it is? Yeah. Then you could change it to like different sound effects and pretend that you were playing. And I remember doing that. I was a, a musically untalented one. What about the rules that were set up for us in school? And I don't mean by the teachers or by the government and the national record of achievement. Yeah, the law of the playground. Yeah. I remember once getting into trouble in the playground. There was a huge snowball fight. So my school backed onto a sixth form college. Mm. It was separate. It wasn't the school's sixth form college. But um, every winter we used to have a snowball fight against the sixth form college. They got stopped eventually because they got really quite violent. And um, <laughs> I remember one time I stood there watching the snowball fight and occasionally join in. And there's a couple of teachers behind me like telling people, oh, don't, oh, don't engage in the snowball fight. And, uh, and then a snowball came over from one of the college students and it was heading straight for the teacher. And I threw my hand up in the air in front of the teacher's face to try and stop him from getting hit by the snowball. And I obviously wasn't a very good judge of the trajectory because he stepped aside to get away from my hand and it hit him straight in his face. So I wouldn't have actually helped him. <laughs> Even if I hadn't have put my hand up, he'd have, it'd have probably just missed him. But as it is, I actually acted Assisted. to move him into the... <laughs> You'd actually hit the snowball. Right, it could be worse. You, you could have tried. you could have got your your thumb caught under his collar and ripped his shirt off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't seem to have a great track record on no. these things. Anyway, I got into trouble for that. That's not fair, I is know, it? Yeah, I yeah. Oh. The the naughtiest thing I did in a playground was you know, remember caps, them little Yeah, yeah. Little, make yeah. a little crackly noise. We bought some caps and we would put all of the the gunpowder or whatever it is into um the plastic bits from Kinder eggs, and when you threw those, and it's, it would make a hell of a hell of a bang. You, we you made bombs. Out. Yeah, we basically made bombs, <laughs> and we would do it one time. And my mate threw it at Robbie Williams, the Robbie Williams who oh. was touring school. Oh, right, with yeah. Take oh, really? that. Yeah, was like, oh, take that there, my mate. Yeah, went, yeah. I've got one of them bombs, and then we just shouted, "Oi!" And then just like, he just lobbed his bomb. It went, made a loud noise, and we just ran away. Oh. Yeah, because take, take that when they first started toured schools, and they oh. came to about three whole primary schools. Yeah. Well, this was a secondary school. Oh. It was. It was a double bill. I remember it. It was take that and eternal, and I didn't go because I thought eternal, I thought I was too cool one. for that, which I definitely wasn't. Yeah, oh God, I should definitely have gone to that. I like eternal and take that now, yeah. because one of the misguided principles I had was that it was important to try and be cool at school, and I realised now that's one of the least important things in the world. Yeah. But I was never very good at it though. The whole being cool thing, and I, I blame my mum. Because she spoiled any opportunity I had for that at primary school when f one day, for a joke, my mum, dressed head to toe as a clown, <laughs> right, came to pick me up from school, which she didn't normally do, and she'd normally walk home, and just like ran out in the playground and go, woo! And everybody was like running around following my mum. And she was like, Was that in, in primary school? It was in primary uh, school. Yeah. She was running around in a silly outfit and they were running after her, a bit yeah. like a Benny Hill sketch. Yeah, it was, it was very like a Benny Hill sketch, but with less headbutting. Um, <laughs> But which I would have preferred her doing that to me. The the only it's one of those. It's not my mum. If she ever listens to these podcasts, it's like you're a great mum, mum. But a lot of the things don't make sense. That's absolutely incredible. <laughs> this is one of them. Why did she do that? 
That's it's quite funny. funny now. It wasn't it's particularly funny, funny at the time. So, yeah. It'd have been funny if it was secondary school. I don't remember my mum being particularly embarrassing at secondary school. Although I do remember once going to the... Like, you know when they have like a school trip coming up and they invite the parents mm-hmm. in? Yeah. And like, they, they tell us about this camping trip that was going on, which I've talked about on the camping podcast. I uh, had tremendous fun. Um, and two <laughs> things happened that's, that stay in my mind from that particular evening is one the only parent in the room who seemed to have any questions to ask was my mum and my mate who was sat next to me at the time just went who's that stupid bitch yeah. wish, wish, wish she'd stop asking questions you were like oh I don't know well I think I probably was I'm ashamed to say I probably went yeah right uh, something like that rather than you're going that's right. my mother you're, you're, right. you're, you're right. disrespecting because he was Beavis when he was growing up well then there was there was yeah and there was certainly nothing cool about me because the other thing I distinctly remember about that evening is looking around in horror and realising that I was the only person in a shell suit <laughs> full shell suit in, in, in a world of jeans Ma- matching I love shell, shell suits, suits. So, so apparently the world had said no we don't do shell suits anymore and, and the world hadn't told me and I was just like what's going on I remember getting my first shell suit Shell suit when I was at secondary school. They were they were amazing. They were really nice. They're kind of back in now. I think mine was a head one. You know, like the big head bags you used to get. I think I got a head shell suit. Oh. Yeah, and uh, well, I think they're ironic now, aren't they? I don't think they were back then. No. We just like to know that we could burst into flames at any moment. <laughs> it was a fun time in the early nineties. Mine, mine did burn in the end. I think. I think I burnt the end of mine. I once um, got caught in a wind tunnel, not an actual wind tunnel, but like, you know, when you go to a castle and they've yeah. got like the, the walkway there and the wind really picked yeah. up and it just like ripped and I just ended up wearing the lining. It just looked horrific. <laughs> I was painting a picture of a very cool person. <laughs> I know, can you believe and look at the man I've become today? Thinking not very different. It, I'm sure my mum, when I ripped my shell suit at one point, I'm sure she darned it. What's darned it? Like sewed it up. Uh, she went, darn, darn what are you down to your shell suit? <laughs> that was before we moved from Kentucky. But um, yeah, I'm sure she sewed it up, which is a terrible idea for shell suits. Really terrible well, idea. Anything to do with a shell suit is a terrible idea. Yeah. I remember jumping over bonfires wearing them. Yeah, see, that's what I think I burnt mine on in the end was a bonfire. Darn. Darn it. <laughs> uh, so what are the kind of rules of school um, have we had to live with? One thing that bothered me was not being able to wear makeup at school. You not as wear at all. Not when I no. Actually, you probably still not. Yeah. Even if, if it was just like you put the tiniest bit, like if you felt insecure about like spots or something, that if they've caught you like wearing it, I'd get given like anyone would get given like a makeup wipe to wipe off, and it's just like I just don't understand. Yeah, how does how that, that f- would affect your education? Yeah, yeah. I think if anything, those sort of rules are more strict now. Like. A lot of schools, they'd like, they've got like real particular hairstyles you're allowed to have and not have. Mm. I would have thought that it have got um, less strict, yeah. just because younger girls now tend to wear quite a lot yeah. of makeup. But, yeah. Well, the whole idea of a school uniform is they want everybody to look the same, don't they? Mm. I mean... I mean, God, my skin was so bad when I was at school. I'm just surprised that the school didn't insist I wore makeup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just always annoyed me. I just don't see how it affects your education. Uh, I agree. Yeah. I had a similar attitude to when they used to make me wear a tie. Oh, we used to have to wear a tie. <laughs> so how, why, how does that help my education, sir? Yeah. We were like, we didn't have to wear shoes, so you could wear any trainers you want. <laughs> So everyone used to wear school uniform, but then there was always like a... But it had to be black. You got to... No, no. Uh. So everyone would like try and get the latest Reebok pumps. Nice. 
I remember my head teacher trying to get me to remove my piercings. Really? What piercings yeah. did you have? I had ear piercings. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No facial piercings. <laughs> yeah, he was just like, he tried <laughs> ripping out my nipple ring. <laughs> Yeah, and, um, and he's right actually I look at photographs and I just think yeah you scruffy bastard Aww. so um, but this is the thing you don't by definition you're just not very mature at school I wish I could do it again do you know mm. those movies where like they wake up in their yeah. younger self's body I really wish I could do it and I feel like I would do a much better job of it not just of like actually learning and uh, just generally being a better person yeah. I wonder if and I think I've said this on the podcast before as part of my motivation for the WDK podcast is just like the wasted youth and the way that I would treat other people and I definitely crossed that line between like thinking that banter um, mm. is fine and actually it's bullying if you keep bantering it becomes bullying and what yeah. I'd say to somebody, and I do say this to like younger people now, it's like, it's you, you can have a laugh, but it's never okay to make somebody feel bad just to make you feel better. Whether that's to yeah. make you laugh or because you've got issues going on at home or in your head or something like that. I only think that the only time you should be allowed to make somebody feel bad is when you're trying to teach them to improve them. And that's my mm. justification for why we're allowed to make a podcast pointing out people's <laughs> behavioural problems. <laughs> we're not bullying you. <laughs> It's not even banter. We just want to improve you. Yeah. One of the other dark sides of school is fighting. Hmm. Did you have many fights, Alex? No. I never had one fight. Girl fights are awful, are they? I don't think I've ever been involved in a fight. You've never been involved in a yeah. fight? I've been, as Alex knows, I've been headbutted. Oh. Did you tell this on the podcast or were no, you just I telling me? Because no. I remember crying with laughter when yeah. you were telling me the story. It's, it's, it's not I really enjoyed story. it. It's, just, it's not very nice. I just got headbutted like... It's the way you told it. Sorry. Yeah, I can't remember how I told it now either. But yeah, I just I'm, got, I got I'm head, trying not to laugh. I got head Why am I laughing? That's awful. By the same guy, mainly for just wandering past him. Oh! But I was good at taking it. Oh I was good at God. taking. You just repeatedly headbutting. Not repeat. Not like stood there and just kept headbutting me. Just like each day, I'd just get my daily headbutt. Oh! How did you feel about that? And I don't even know why I'm. It's not why funny. This, I am laughing because of laughing. when he initially told me the Alice. story, was, he said it in a really yeah. funny way. It was quite, it was quite funny, you know. It was what, all right. this, uh, hey, everybody, a child was being headbutted every yeah. day. It's not comedy girl. One time I saw him outside of school and he came up and headbutted me, and it was just, um, it was like, it was like he thought, like, oh, I've seen you in a few weeks, headbutt. <laughs> <laughs> and he just saw, like, wandered It was kind of a real, like, nonchalant, like, nothing caused it. We didn't even speak. Just, like, wandered up, gave him a headbutt, and then wandered off again. Like it was like it was good. I handing out my daily medicine. <laughs> oh my god! Have you had your head but today? Oh no, sorry, no, I need to remember that. I doctor said it's not cool. Aww. But yeah, um, oh no, I think this, this podcast is making me so self-aware of my behaviour that I, I don't even know why I'm laughing. I mean, I, don't, I mean, I like you, so I don't know why the idea of you being hurt. It's just, you know, it's just one of them things. Yeah, I think aside from that, I don't think I've ever. Should been it be one of those fight. things, though? Should it? Yeah. You've no, made it sound a lot worse looking. now, so I feel awful for laughing. No, no, it's okay. It's, it's good, good fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alex pretty much said, "Hey, Ian, tell us that funny story about the time you got headbutted as a child." <laughs> so, see, when I was at primary school, there was another primary school next door to ours, and for reasons that probably didn't even exist we decided we would have a fight so I was in year 6 at the time so we were the biggest ones and we lined up on lunchtime ready to invade their playground 
So we were all like that. And it was, you know, like, like a battle movie, like Braveheart or yeah. something like that. So I led the charge, probably with my hand in the air going, Aah! and then as I approached them, I realised that I was the only person who had continued the assault. <laughs> um, but I was like, what do I do now? Do I turn around and run and look like a wimp or do I go? So I carried on while they were all waiting for me. So I effectively tried to fight an entire school. <laughs> on my own and didn't get on very well just got there got did you pushed. get beat up yeah Aww. I did get beat up but I deserved it I absolutely deserved it and there was at least you stood your ground they were harder than me anyway I think one on one I'd have lost but these <laughs> these lads um, because two, two primary schools next door to each other we ended up going to secondary school together and a lot of them ended up being my mates yeah and they were just like were you that weird kid that just tried to fight us all I was like yeah that was me Aww. and um, yeah I didn't mind I, I mean I would just like stand up to the bullies when I was really young, but I would just frequently get beat up after school. But the thing is, at primary school, you don't really get hurt. It's just inconvenient. No. The worst thing that happens is you get a bit of a graze and some of your damaged clothes. But when you when you get older, when you get punched, it really hurts. I remember just this kid from a council estate would come in who was like acting like the big I am and he was picking on somebody. I said something to him and he went, you are. And I said, you heard what I said. Thinking that we'd have one of them like child put each other in headlocks, <laughs> wrestling on the floor kind of scrapes. He just walked just up and just lamped me in the, in the mouth. <laughs> And like, and just on oh, my lips, just went, full of blood like that. I'm thinking, that's not how we do it not around here. Uh, from like a tough council estate like you, mate. This is the stuff I'd read about in Ladybird books of war. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not. I don't know if they happen as much now. My kids think, haven't yeah, had fights. Yeah, I don't think there used to be a fight every day at my school. Yeah, there used to be at mine. But then when I was. Um, teaching, I only remember like one or two fights. Because everyone would just swarm, wouldn't they? You yeah. know when there's a fight because yeah. everyone would just yeah. swarm. He's, he's one of the worst behaviours, isn't it? Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. And just like baying for blood. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a primal urge to some extent, but now when they film it, the schools really do clamp down on uh, it. Yeah. So I know people got into a lot of trouble who actually didn't start the fight, mm. didn't really particularly encourage it, but because they filmed it, yeah. they really do punish them. Yeah. Although part of me wished that that kind of technology was around for a fight I saw at school, which was definitely worth filming. And it was um, my younger brother who wasn't a fighter but one day that it was arranged who arranges these things like you know like mm. like boxing oh, they were promoters. regularly arranged yeah, yeah. yeah. Regularly some, arranged, some yeah. wannabe don king or frank yeah. warren had decided <laughs> that me my younger brother and one of his mates were going to fight three other people and it was like bills you know like a triple yeah. tag team match that they have on wwf wrestling or something like that anyway the kid i was supposed to fight didn't turn up and the kid that his mate was supposed to fight didn't turn up. However, my brother, who was the one least up for the fight of the three of us, Aww. his opponent turned up. Um, and my brother didn't want to fight at all. But then what he did is, and you'd like this, Ian, um, because my brother repeatedly headbutted him into a fence. <laughs> my brother was getting upset and crying and shouting, I headbutt don't headbutt want to headbutt fight and then so while his while his opponent was absolutely great and then my brother just went but so just just stop there we'll say you won we were all like jesus where did that come from we'll so, say you yeah won. he got he, he basically dealt out a full week's worth of headbutt in, wow. in one 30 second spell that's dangerous that's excessive yeah Aww. that sounds absolutely amazing i remember once when i was babysitting um and um when I was older and not 
like when I was, you know, not primary school, secondary school, something like that, and I was babysitting for these people, for these two kids, and one of them had hurt the other one, I think with some scissors or something. So good a babysitter I was. And so I said, like, you need to go through and apologise to your brother. And then all I heard was this commotion. I went through to the other room. And the one who'd done the hurting originally was knelt over the other one, repeatedly punching him, shouting, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, what are you doing? And he said he wouldn't accept my apology. So he beat the apology into him. I mean, the only saving grace from this is these acts of violence is when you're younger and you can't really hate each other that much. Well, yeah. you can, particularly yeah. if scissors are involved. Yeah. I, mean, well, I think it was, it was a mistake that it wasn't like a, a stabbing. No, it wasn't like a ghost <laughs> attack. No, no. And uh, sorry, call back there to our supernatural episode again. Um, but yeah, when you get older, when, like when adults fight, it's dangerous. Yeah. So yeah. there's part of getting out. You say, you shouldn't fight. Right. You certainly shouldn't. If somebody doesn't want to fight, they're in a real difficult situation, aren't they? Like, it's just like, it's a hotbed of dickheadery that after mm. school, let's all have a scrap thing and um and, and in my experience fortunately they didn't really um amount to much but when they did people do get hurt me and my friend daniel once we were messing about at school and uh, i can't remember what we were what we were doing but i i was like punching him in the chest not really hard like fun kind of punching him in the chest but for quite a while um just like messing about anyway Come the end of school, I went and waited for him outside the classroom that he was supposed to come out of, and he didn't come out of it, and everyone else did. So then I went around looking for him, couldn't find him anywhere. I was getting really annoyed at this point, thinking, like, I've just waited for like 20 minutes after school to find him. I had to walk home on my own. Got back and went straight over to his house. He lived opposite me. I went and I said, um, where's Daniel? He didn't wait for me after school. And they were like, oh, yeah, we had to pick him up earlier from um, our hospital. His lung collapsed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So there we go. So I don't know whether one thing led to the other, but you know, there was a tension pneumothorax. So you must have been punching him pretty hard. Well, I don't think I was, but his lung did collapse. I don't think it was as a result of the punches. Who knows? He says not. He's a doctor. No, he wasn't at the time. He's not Doogie Howser. Yeah. Do you know? Earlier on, I made a joke about this, but there's a bit of a backstory developing here. So Ian was like excluded from his class and like mm-hmm. sent to hang out with the villains. And then we've had multiple stories of yeah. his like surprisingly superhuman strength. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could be an evil villain. Maybe that's it. Maybe yeah. that's why I've never got into a fight because like it was drilled into me at a really young age by my strong. father. You can't. You with great to... power comes great responsibility. Exactly, yeah, yeah. and I've just forgotten that. Mm. Yeah, and, the, and when he lapses, it's like people's clothes just come flying off or their lungs just implode. <laughs> people's clothes come yeah, flying off. I feel off. a bit bad now for, 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 for mocking him. Yeah, yeah. We're frightened now. Yeah. Oh, no. So, um, yeah. So, no, watch out, otherwise we'll see all your piercings. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's been Don't Be a Dickhead talking about school. What have we learned today? Well, we've learned that teachers can be dickheads as well. So if you were a teacher, right, I'm sure it's like really admirable, but remember that like these are kids right, in the reformative years. So one thing that you might do as a, as a prank or as a story that we can't use as part of the podcast, Mr. Thompson, um, that could actually really seriously mess your head up uh, yeah. for, for quite some time. We've also learned that the drive for achievement um, has got many forms, but it doesn't necessarily need to go into a burgundy collection of your achievement. We've learned that fighting isn't cool. I feel guilty for the fact that I've been laughing at head buttery. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, the yeah. headery. So um, otherwise, although maybe that's where he gained his um, special powers. So that's been Don't Be a Dickhead Goes Back to School. So what have we learned today? Ian, what have you taken from our multi-level discussion I mean I suppose 
don't rip clothes off kids. Yeah. I mean, maybe it didn't take that's this podcast advice. to learn that. Yeah. But I'm glad that's it. That would be dickheadery of a serious order. Yeah, going forward at least I can remember. Good one. Alex? I'd say my main bit of advice is to refrain from eating A4 sheets of paper. Or any sheet. Speci- yeah, specifically A4. <laughs> or, or, I mean, I'd, I'd stay clear of A3 and A5 as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to be very hungry then, wouldn't you? Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. And um, and I've learned that um, whilst in past episodes of D-Bad, I've blamed my own personal dictatorship on alcohol. <laughs> Turns out that just being alive is enough for me. <laughs> when I wasn't old enough to be drinking it, I still managed to find levels of dictatorship. And I've absolutely squirmed in this one because I've realised why have I found the idea of Ian being headbutted so hilarious? <laughs> Let off slightly by the fact that I now have a theory about that's where his superpowers have come from. <laughs> in, yeah. a, in a fascinating backstory and a future that we're all looking forward to. So um, I've been John Gilbert. I've been Ian Thompson. I've been Alex King. And remember, don't, don't be, be a dickhead. dickhead.